I'm a competitive person. I like to win. To be the best in every aspect of my life, whether it's winning a game, being the best salesperson, knowing the most about something, or writing the best talk, or blog, or essay. Whatever I do or say, I like to be number one. Many of you will probably identify with this, and why not? There's nothing wrong with striving to be the best. In fact, you could argue that it's an admirable quality in a person, especially when applied to your job or something you might do that benefits others. My friends and family might argue it's a slightly annoying quality. <laughs> or in situations where I don't win, an amusing quality, an easy way to make fun of me. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. The trouble is, when you're competitive, wanting to win, to be the best, can turn into needing to win very easily and can end up getting in the way of your relationships. The focus shifts from striving to be the best to winning no matter what the cost. It can become an obsession. So how does this happen? What can cause a competitive drive to become an obsession? The answer and the solution can be summed up in one word. Glory. When I'm playing a game, I want to win because it feels good. It is affirming to know that I personally am good at something. That my actions directly led to success. It's the same at work. If I sell the most, if I make the company the most money in a month, I have succeeded. I am the best. But it doesn't stop there. When I'm successful, when I win, when I'm the best, it isn't just me that knows it. If I win a game, there are people that didn't. People that recognise that I'm the winner. When I sell the most at work, my colleagues know that I have and will congratulate me. I feel happy, not just because I have won, but because other people know and acknowledge it. Because they can tell others how good I am. And that feeling is addictive. Yes, this is an extreme example. And of course there is nothing wrong with being pleased with success. Being happy about your achievements. But there is something missing. Or more appropriately, someone. Someone vital to our lives and how we live them. Someone who we should include in everything we do. Someone who has been missing from this talk up until this point. God. When I succeed in life, when I'm the best I can be, it is very easy to attribute that to myself, to my hard work and effort. This on its own is fine. There is nothing wrong with celebrating your success and feeling good about it. But we mustn't omit God from these situations. We need to remember that he is in everything we do not just the things we ask him to be. At university, if I was struggling to write an essay, I would ask for God's help. I would stop what I was doing and pray. I would pray that I would be able to complete the essay. Not only that, I would pray that it was a good essay, that I did well. And if it was, great. A quick, cheers God, I owe you one, and on to the next task. But what about the situations where I don't even stop to talk to God? Where I feel like I'm doing well of my own accord and don't need any help today, thanks. How in these situations do I stop that obsession with being the best from developing? The answer, as is often the case, lies in the Bible. In 1 Corinthians 10, Paul is talking to the church about the lessons to be learned from Israel's history. And at the end of the chapter, he says this. Hopefully. I'll read it to you. So whether you eat or drink... 
or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Don't give offence to Jews or Gentiles or the Church of God. I too try to please everyone in everything I do. I don't just do what is best for me, I do what is best for others so that many may be saved. Do it all for the glory of God. It's a very simple concept, but one that can easily be overlooked or forgotten. When I'm striving to be the best, to do the best in every aspect of my life, how often do I do it for the glory of God? Not enough. How often do I do it for the glory of James? Far too much. Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't feel good about achieving something, for doing well. We absolutely shouldn't feel guilty for being the best at something. But if our focus was on God, how much better would things be? We all have ambitions and things we're good at. And we all want to do things for the glory of God. But these don't have to be separate goals. We can do well. We can succeed. We can strive to be the best for the glory of God. By making God the focus, everything else falls into place. The very nature of competition changes. It evolves into something more. Something greater. If I did everything for the glory of God and not for the glory of James, not only my life but the lives of those around me would be better. I wouldn't need to focus on winning because I would be focused on God. And what is better than that? If we immerse ourselves fully in God and his word, if we channel our ambition and our gifts for his glory, if we attempt to glorify God in whatever we do, then we can't fail. That is the greatest success of all. I don't just do what is best for me, I do what is best for others, so that many may be saved.